Welcome to IT for Whiskey, a podcast for new or existing managed service providers and your occasional whiskey connoisseur by experienced managed service providers. My name is Myron Herrera. My company is Cinetech Solutions. Uh, we are a MSP based out of Dallas. I'm also the CEO of Greenlink Networks, which is a voice over IP uh, channel only uh, based out of Dallas as well. Business started in 2004. Combined, we're about 30 employees. You know, the reason I, I wanted to do this podcast was because visiting a lot of these events, I, I realized that a lot of the MSPs that were starting up were struggling with some of the same things that I struggled when we started our business. Meeting Craig and Joe, we shared the same passion and a lot of the same issues that, that we experienced. So wanting to take that pain away from some of the new guys, they decided to go with this podcast. My name is Craig Hickman. I'm with ProBlue in Bloomington, Indiana. ProBlue is a managed service provider. We started in 2005. I started with, I think, a total of three employees, and now we've grown to 11. We're a small shop. We're located in South Central Indiana, servicing a little over 200 customers. This is a great opportunity for me to talk to other peers and learn what they have done and what they have not done well and avoid all those caveats. This is a learning experience for us and also hopefully helping others along the way. My name is Joe Ucia. I'm the CEO for Infinite IT. We're located out of Toronto, Canada. We're currently about a dozen employees. We're an MSP. We were originally founded in 1999. I truly believe in this podcast because I wish somebody was there to help me and, and teach me a lot of the mistakes that they made and share with me their mind share on, on how to overcome issues. So I was lucky enough to meet Craig and Myron a few years ago and many years in the working and here we are. So we hope that you really get a lot out of this podcast and learn the things that I wish somebody would have told me. Follow, like, and subscribe at IT4Whiskey.com. Now here's your hosts, Myron, Joe, and Craig. Welcome back to the next episode of IT4 Whiskey. My name is Joe Ucia, and I'm accompanied today by my very good friends, Myron and Craig. What's up? Hey, guys. The three of us are actually sitting in a hotel room in Anaheim. Uh, we're currently at the Channel Co. Next Gen event, and we decided to do a special edition podcast recording just because. Yeah. First time we're in the same room recording. Technology is awesome. Fantastic. Kevin may have some trouble, you know, editing this, but who cares? <laughs> we love you, Kevin. We really do. Kevin has got some skills. So today we're going to talk to you about, Myron, introduce the topic. We're going to talk about the event and our experience here, you know, made some new friends, saw some new stuff, picked up on a couple of things that would want to implement. Yeah. Hanging out with you guys. And of course, some whiskey. Absolutely. I will say this is uh, a whiskey that I tried for the first time, and I... I cannot believe we're drinking this whiskey. Why is that? Why? <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it, guys. It's, I'm just surprised you guys haven't had it. That's all. Well, I have. Myron's had it before, and uh, Joe is now turned on to it for the first time. It's a great drink. Do you want to tell us about it? Well, it was just, it's Basil Hayden. Yeah, it's Basil Hayden. Um, I actually talk about it in another episode that hasn't aired and probably will air after this one because i want we want to push this one uh forward quickly yeah it's um it's great 31 dollars, so smooth yeah not when you're buying it at walgreens <laughs> it's a little more money when you buy it at walgreens i'll tell you that what did you pay at walgreens i think it was 50 bucks yeah this this is actually 
a lot more expensive back home for me than compared to what uh, Myron paid for in Dallas. What did you pay for it back home? I think it was 40, I think it's $47 a bottle. Close to what I paid for it. I'll send you bottles for $5. <laughs> but I do have to admit, I mean, if you if you are new to uh, bourbon and you want to try a, an easy drink that's really easy to go down, I, I do recommend the Basil Hayden. I mean, it's a great starter bourbon. Um, if you can find a decent price on it, I have no qualms with it. I used to, I actually used to drink quite a bit of it, but um, I, obviously I've moved on since those days. I do have a bottle of Basin, Basil Hayden back home uh, for those who would like to partake in that. But uh, there are quite a few other ones you could also try. I like it straight. Nothing on it. No ice, no water. I always like ice. So that doesn't change for you. You know what? I'm drinking a neat today and it's pretty good yesterday I drank it on the rocks but i like it it's a it's a it's a good overall drink and uh, as a matter of fact uh, craig uh, myron and i sorry we're sitting on the on the sun deck of our hotel of the hotel room yesterday and one of the neighbors kind of piped his head over and go someone we know obviously and he kind of piped his head over and goes hey do you mind if i have a swig of that <laughs> so <laughs> oh gosh oh yeah you guys are giving neighbors drinks absolutely Wherever we go, that's where the party is. At the event, I mean, obviously there are um, good and bad presentations. And I think it all depends on the type of company that you are, because some relate a lot, do not. Yeah, I agree. I mean, next gen is, I think, built for many different types of MSPs or IT companies. So there are going to be sessions that don't fit someone's particular model. And then there are those that are just going to hit spot on. For me, the event, there was there was a lot of sessions that, that did not connect with what we do on the MSP side, um, but there were a few that did. And and um, I feel we're, we're, you know, opened up my eyes to some areas that I hadn't, I'm not looking at right now. And some vendors, I'm you know, reconsider that maybe I had not considered um, for X, Y, Z reasons. What did you think of the futurist? I didn't go to that session. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, you know, the, the one thing that I, I always enjoy is going to the expo or the conference floor because it gives you an opportunity to go around and talk to the vendors you are interested in and learning about others that you're, you've never heard of before. And I try to pick the ones I've never heard of before. Uh, I made some good connections. There's a couple in particular that I have marked for follow-up, and I took the conversations very seriously. One of the companies I found really interesting, I'm not sure if I told you guys about this, but it's a company called LionGate. What I found really interesting about those guys and why I'm seriously going to be following up with them right away is they have this really cool automation tool to help automate your documentation, and it integrates with ConnectWise and IT Glue, two of my primary apps. For the MSP, you can use it to help automate your documentation goes in sucks all the information and it starts creating your documentation for you You can automate that process i know when we deployed connectwise then we deployed it glue i had an employee dedicated full-time for months just trying to get all our customer run books and documentation completed it took a lot of effort a lot of time and cost a lot of money i never thought of looking for a company that can automate that i didn't know that could be automated so i found that pretty interesting but the good the bad the ugly i'm not going to name the names but there was two vendors in particular that i'd never heard of before and even after spending 15 minutes at their booth, I still don't know what they do. No idea. One of them does some kind of software from MSPs. That's all I got. I would assume it's from an MSP if they're here. And yeah, but I have no idea what they were talking about. They just made no sense. And they were talking about AI and they were talking about how do you automate it? 
like, okay, but how does an MSP use this to bring it to market? Well, you don't bring it to market for your own use. I actually told the guy, I said, you've been talking for 10 minutes. I still don't know what you're doing. Just the software where he had the interface where it was all drag and drop. I think it, it was the people with the, the VC money. No, that was the other one I was going to talk about. The VC guy. I had no idea why he was here. Was he looking to invest? Oh, well, we, we have emerging technologies. Tell me what you want in your business and we'll find, we'll match them up with some of the companies we're investing in. Why? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. So tell me what you have to offer and what type of companies you represent and then we can talk. And he couldn't tell me because he didn't know. So that was actually a pretty, I don't know. That was an interesting one. Yeah, I agree. I, I felt the same way with that vendor. I, and I agree. The one you mentioned before uh, was LionGate. Yeah, they, they, their product is pretty cool. I think um, it's something that we would we would look at. Uh, currently, we're not doing anything uh, like IT Glue or anything like that. And even if it was to integrate to our ConnectWise, I think that's a pretty cool tool. And if it works the way that they say, it's pretty cool. The pricing is not bad too. The pricing was fantastic. I couldn't believe how, how inexpensive it was or affordable. They priced it properly, that's for sure. So I'm going to be following up with a demo with them probably next week and, and running with it. By the time this airs, I'll, I'll you know have made a decision whether or not we're going to use them. All right, we'll follow up and find them. Yeah, we'll do a follow up. How about you, Craig? I was very confused as to why ADT was here. I can answer that. <laughs> Should we answer that? Yeah, let's answer it. I can answer that. At the previous event that we went to, they were there as well. And I did sit through their stage presentation, their keynote. How did I miss that? I must have skipped that one. Go ahead. Keep going. I don't, no, no. I, I don't remember where you were. Maybe it was a boardroom. No, actually, I think it's because you'd left. was one of the last ones and you'd oh. left early. Oh, okay. It was on the security day. Actually, yeah, you weren't there for the last security day. That's why, because I was there with Chris. So long story short, they basically are focused on managed security, but they want to go through the channel. So they're looking at, they have a managed security NOC, an SEIM, you know, the whole nine yards, and they're looking to, for partners, MSPs, that don't have an MSSP practice that we can white label and use, and not necessarily white label, like in a private sense, but white label the partnership and say, you know, for example, we would say Infinite IT powered by ADT. And their brand does have some recognition in the world. So it's got some to it that's for sure but the thing about them is everything they're doing they acquired absolutely Doc and the sock are not what they built on their own. Honestly, that's actually a good thing because I wouldn't want ADT to be in the cybersecurity space because they built it. I think that the fact that they acquired a company that is in the space and understands the space is probably a better choice. I have seen them at other events when I go to events as, as Greenlink and, and participate in that, like the ASCII events and stuff like that. Uh, Channel Pro, I think, as, as well. They've been uh, vendors there. So they're, they're really spending some money to, to uh, acquire some partners. I have never seen their their pitch or their product. I, I did see them, like I said, in, in August at the, the exchange event and the security focus day. And it's pretty interesting. Um, but I don't know. Do I work with someone like that and just be a number and pray that they do a good job? I, I can't comment whether or not they're good, bad or ugly. But yeah, that's scary because, you know, they're, they're going to go for mass growth. I feel that you want to work with someone that's that's decent size, you know, but not also too big where you're not a big deal to them. It, it sounded like when they were presenting, they are a separate division of ADT run autonomously, just leveraging the brand. That's what it sounds like. My, my my worry with those, and this is a personal opinion, but my worry with businesses like that is that that's not their core value. That's not their core business. And if it doesn't go well, they're going to just cut it off real quick. And then you're, you, you've now moved all your customers and your, your processes and everything to them. And then now you, you're in a, you're in a bind. One other thing I noticed this time around is a lot of the vendors had uh, a lot of talk, but the product wasn't going to 
to be coming out until first or second quarter of next year. And nobody could ever really give me a strong timeline on some of the new features. And but the, but there was a lot of uh, it's coming. It's not it's coming. You know, like, but go ahead and sign up. So I will say that one of the things I was privy to was as as one of the moderators, I got the description or whatever that the channel code sends out. And I hope that the channel code doesn't get upset for me sharing this. But they were very clear to the vendors and the sponsors this year at this event that they didn't want death by PowerPoint. They wanted the vendors to stimulate and, and talk about their innovation and talk about why partners need to, or MSPs need to partner with them. And they did talk at it. Actually, I could read it verbatim or I can just summarize it. But they did say, you know, be different. If you notice in the boardrooms, we only had one vendor out of six that, that did a death by PowerPoint. And the vendor even said, I know I'm going to get in trouble for this, but this is all my marketing department allows me to do. So I'm kind of handcuffed. My favorite was Operavi. One slide. <laughs> they had, and he did a great job describing it without having death by a PowerPoint. But then he ruined it because I brought up the fact that I was impressed that you did the entire discussion with one slide. He goes, well, I've got one more. And he switches over to number two. I'm like, oh, you ruined it. <laughs> one slide too many. The people that went to our boardroom, uh, they didn't really use the slides much. They, they, they maybe have one, maybe two at, at most, um, but they did go, you know, but more about it, having a two-way conversation with the people in the boardroom, which I think was really good um, for those that, that, uh, that did that. There was one that did not uh, go with that process and they just went slide by slide and, you know, honestly lost me, you know, a few minutes into it. The one, the one vendor I will give uh, kudos to is uh, Hyperion. Um, she had no slides, didn't even turn the projector on and just talked. And she admittedly was newer to the role with that company. You can tell she was a little nervous in the beginning, but I think, she, I thought she did a good job and, you know, she, she's a podcast listener, by the way. Oh, excellent. Well, she did, she did do a good job. Uh, kudos to her. Uh, all things considered, the, the freshness and the role with Hyperion, but she came from Sprint, so she knew her stuff. There was no question. And she made a comment that she didn't feel prepared at the moment because she didn't have any of the marketing material, but I thought she did a great job. Yeah, I met with her, um, I think it was before your your, your session uh, when she was in your boardroom. I met with her. Um, we talked about some some possibilities, business possibilities and things like that. You know, it's interesting what they do, the the things that, that right now, I don't think there's anybody else in the space that's doing what they offer. So... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to continue the conversation with him. Awesome. Surprisingly, the one that I actually liked, because there's some of them in the, in the big room, when we go to the big ballroom and they put on their keynotes, some of them, they're just so far beyond that you can't really even follow because it, it doesn't fit any business model you have, was I thought Rob Ray actually did a good job on his uh, discussion of the MSP of the future and not pushing so much product at all. So I thought he did a pretty good, he's a pretty good speaker, I think. Well, Rob's a top shelf speaker, I agree. Yeah, I mean, Rob, Rob does so many presentations and those that don't know who Rob Ray is, he's, you know, he, he works for Datto. Um, he is Canadian. He is Canadian. <laughs> or was Canadian because now he's lives in Connecticut. Well, I don't know where he lives because he's, uh, he's a world traveler. I don't think anyone's got more status than he does when it comes to traveling. Well, he, he does fly a lot of miles. Anyways, um, he does have a lot of experience on on stage, and um, he he does a really good job of keeping everybody engaged and and knows how to connect those pain points that an MSP would go through and uh, connect it back to their products, which is pretty cool. And if you remember, guys, the first boardroom that we were in, mm, yes, as a team, yes, and uh, so they got the laptop out, and it, uh, Joe went up with I think what did you go for a sledgehammer? A hammer, the sledgehammer. 
hammer and destroy this laptop, explode. I was asked to destroy it. And then they supposedly booted up virtually somewhere else. Joe, do you still have that video? I think I do, actually. We got to get that video. We should post that online. We could post it up. We'll put it, let's put it on IT for Whiskey at, on the Instagram. Yeah, I'll put that up. So the, the really interesting thing is, you know, the video, my, I said to Myron, okay, record this. And, and so he starts recording it. And that kind of was in a lot of ways the seed of us starting to connect because then you had to send it to me and we started connecting that way. And anyways, the, you know, that was the in the yesteryear when the internet was slow. <laughs> it was so slow. Absolutely. It might as well have been the night where you and I played about 20 rounds of Galaga. Yes, it was actually. <laughs> yes, it was. Actually, that brings up a good point. What happened to the demo rooms this year? That's not that's not a next gen. That's typically in the exchange events. That next gen doesn't have demo oh, rooms. Oh, you're right, actually. Yeah. Well, they should. Channel call if you're listening. You need to bring the demo rooms to the next gen. I I actually it's the highlight for me at exchange. Demo rooms are a good time. So the last exchange. Uh, I'm sorry. The last next gen, which was last last year. Um, Joe and I uh, were at the event, and Craig had said he couldn't uh, attend because of some something. We were we were in we were about to go into like one of the main ballrooms uh, for for a, some speaker or something. And here you look in the back, and here comes Craig, you know, hiding, coming in surprises. Joe was so surprised when he saw uh, uh, Craig there. Why don't you tell a story about that? Yeah, we laid into you pretty hard. I had you guys so faked out. You guys, you guys were giving me so much trash for not going. And actually, I think I was talking to CT, and I said, "Do not tell anybody that I'm coming." Yeah, yeah. And um, I came a little late because it was it was already going on, and I actually ran into Myron right outside with Giovanni, and then he and I snuck in, and you were busy talking. You were all the way up front. I came up behind, and you were like, "What?" Like, hey, I think it was a little more than one. Hey, that was the event that these guys started kicking off for all three of us. Oh, absolutely. I think I saw some tears come out of Joe's eyes. I was so happy. I didn't know you were going either because we because you guys kind of just cut me off when you figured out that I wasn't coming. The communication sucks. I was going to keep emailing you guys about it, but but it was kind of a, like a little bit of a gamble. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, but you knew we confirmed. Was that last year or the year before, though? I'm sorry, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, man, this is the year's blend. Craig had no beard back then. Yeah, I was clean shaved. No, I'm a uh, salted Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Didn't look like Santa Claus. You know what I will say, Craig, with the beard, it hides your beautiful eyes. A little, little bromance. So if you shave, if you shave, we'll see those uh, sparkly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, you were, before we started recording, you were talking about something that um, you heard at one of the sessions about the cloud. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was the one where he said that if you're not going to be fully in the cloud or adopting the cloud within the next five years, your MSP is done. And the thing about you know, all of us have been in this for a long time now, and you you hear these things, and, and that if you don't make this change in the next couple of years, your business is over. And here we are. I'm 13 years later. Nothing. I've, I'm still going, and I'm not fully in the cloud. No, and I think I think we're all somewhat in the cloud, right? Yeah, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. So there are some stuff, and there are some things within. I think that in the MSP business that has a. a 
changed. You know, how, when was the last time you installed an Exchange server? Well, I won't. But that's the, there you go because you've moved it all to the cloud. So there there is some adaption that that that's happened. And if you really don't adapt and you're thinking you're going to keep selling Exchange servers, a few years ago, five years ago, that they said that your all your stuff's going to be cloud. Your 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 file server, your your DC, and then yes, there's a lot of things you can stick in the cloud. You can do all the cloud, yeah. but affordability for the small business owner, it's not there. I mean, because Joe can attest to Azure and AWS of how the pricing model has, has totally screwed him over in the past, being told one price and then finding out it's 10 times higher than what was originally planned. I'm going to give you a simple example. We priced out doing ADFS in the cloud, right, in, in Azure, which is... It is a re- remarkable product and it works really well. Putting your federation in the cloud, your Active Directory in, in Azure is awesome. However, when we originally priced it using the Microsoft tool and I had Microsoft confirm it, it was $30 a month is what they said. Right now, the bills are at about $120 to $130 a month. Who, who, who priced that? Was that Chris? No. Microsoft did. But who worked with Microsoft? Was it Chris or was it you? Chris was. Man, Chris, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, it was not his fault. It's totally on how faulty and how flawed their calculators are. And if you talk to Microsoft, as I have, and I brought it right up the chain, it wasn't the, the extra few shekels a month. That wasn't the point. The point is I quoted the customer something and now I'm sending them bills five times the price. And you know what their answer was? Their answer is, is I think it's laughable. They say, well, you need to treat it like a utility, but it's not a utility. It, that's not what it is, but they're trying to be the electricity company. That's how I said electricity, not hydro. They're trying to be the water company. They're trying to be... Or hydro. You can't, but you can plug it in. <laughs> so, so they're trying to be something that they're not, and they're trying to make people believe. So if you think about Microsoft and their, their mentality, sometimes they, they, they screw up so badly to, the, to a, a faulty degree. And think about BPOS. That's a bad word in my, my office, and to, to a lot of MSPs, is a bad word. BPOS was atrocious. They, oh, no, we have to do the building. They said, you, the MSPs can't do the billing. It's a legal reason. Was what One of their SVPs at this event told me years ago, pardon me, it was that exchange, not uh, NextGen, ChannelCo, anyways. And we had this this detailed conversation. I sat down with her one-on-one, and I said, you you got to really explain to me why you're not letting me bill it. No, no, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. And, and I said to her, yes, yeah, so you can cut me out in three years. And sure enough, that's what they did. They slowly eroded what your, your commission was, and then everyone said to hell with this and they you know ran for the hills with BPOS and they had to come up with a new game which was Office 365 they got it right this time yeah but Azure is the exact same problem they don't bill properly they don't tell you what it's going to cost. Yeah, you you got to you got to have a master's in Azure to be able to <laughs> get their pricing right, buddy. I work with 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 some of the smartest people at Microsoft and they will tell you, yeah, Azure pricing's messed up. We can't figure it out. So if Microsoft can't figure it out, how am I supposed to figure it out? So I, I um, want to shift a little bit. I want to talk about uh, some of the people that we've been hanging out uh, the last couple of days here um, and give some shout outs. Obviously, Ricky, um, MSP at Networks. He's uh, he's always a trooper. He's always with us. Guillermo. My buddy, Guillermo. Guillermo or Bill, however you want to call him. He's Guillermo. Guillermo from Florida. Yeah, yeah Bill doesn't fit. Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs> he, uh, he's an Argentinian, and boy, does he sound like one. Strong Argentinian accent, Italian background. Good, solid guy. PC Solutions, if I, if I got right. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. A tool. A tool from Base Solutions. A tool. He's, he's my brother from another mother. You see, a tool. I can't pronounce his last name, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's hung out. Another guy has hung out with us before, but really has uh, integrated really well is Rex. Um, I can't pronounce his last name either. He's from PC Land Services out in Chicago, um, Milwaukee area. Uh, great guy. Um, those guys have been good. It's been a it's been a good group, good year for sure. One more person to talk about Devin Plant. Devin. <laughs> Devin works for those that don't know. Devin works for the channel company, and um, he's a. He's part of the team. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he is one of us, that's for sure. I love that guy. I gotta thank Devin for helping me bring back over twenty burgers from In and Out. We didn't want to let you go by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Master the Uber. So, you know, I'm out I'm out down in the uh the pavilion and hanging out with all the booths and everything, and I get up to my favorite booth, which is the AT&T booth. They vacated it left everything behind and it was take what you want. They didn't get a lot of traction. Not a lot of people stopped by their booth. You know, you can tell people who are taking it serious and, and then those who are not. And then there's the ones who are like, why are they even here? For sure. Why were they here? I have no idea. Someone from the channel is a very good salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another person, Andrew from the channel and Dana yes. from the channel. They've, they've been really cool people. Oh yeah, for sure. Always trying to help us connect with uh with someone yeah for sure and um yeah, obviously there's the tracy's and the cts of the world we can't talk about them. i mean they're they're just they're sugar and honey and sweet and all those yeah, things absolutely yeah they're, 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 it's been a good event so i did you know um that uh tracy uh has a few nicknames oh we know the nicknames yeah. uh, i assume we're not saying that on the podcast okay you know what there's one of the nicknames and i'm going to tell you guys some confidence between the three of us i i'm She's proud of. And it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I believe it. She's a nice lady. She's proud of it. Yeah. What do you think it is? I know what it is, but I'm not, I'm, I don't feel at liberty to say it. I think she would be okay with saying it, but I am not saying it. She said, oh, you can spread the word, boys. It's all good by me. No, but Trace is great. And um, she's a sweetheart. We love her. The channel company has been great. Um, next year, we, I'm pretty sure Greenlink's sponsoring a couple of events. We'll be at the exchange, which is in Vegas. I'm not good. In March. Yo, boys, I have to be there. I will be there. Yeah, I'll be there. It's early March. Um, no, I'm not going. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. It, Craig, Craig and Vegas don't go together, boys. I will fly to Bloomington, Indiana. You're going to kidnap me and take me to Vegas? I will fly to Bloomington, Indiana, handcuff you, your 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 hands to... Somebody's got to keep us, you know... Oh, so I so now I'm the anchor. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, you make us, you're, you're the anchor that makes us sink to the bottom of the lake. All right, everyone. I do, I do, I do cut you guys off sometimes. <laughs> no, really? Never noticed. No. Yeah, sneakily. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're really good at that. That's for sure. So, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yes. You know, it's busy time. It's a good time um, getting together here and seeing all the peeps. So, and and as I always like to say, mind share. There's been a lot of great conversations I've had with other MSPs, people I'd never met before. To me, that's the value. There's two reasons why I came here. One and two, right here. Well, hopefully those aren't bathroom references. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to flush this episode. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go in and out with this one. <laughs> Just don't take a tool with you. <laughs> they pour a tool. He suffered so bad with those burgers. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope this was uh, insightful. And um, 
keep following us uh, recommend us to your friends uh share spread the word we don't do this for money we do this for you yeah so we we've been uh doing some posts on instagram so follow us on instagram uh we're gonna start some twitter stuff now too and facebook uh so follow us there let's get some traction um and let's get some feedback and thank you for listening yeah thank you have a good one Take it away, Kev. That's all for this episode of IT for Whiskey, a podcast by MSPs to help MSPs. Don't forget to spread the word, like, and subscribe at it4whiskey.com. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, guys. It's wiki, wiki. (laughs) My bottle doesn't squeak anymore. I am the destroyer. You could have stopped recording a long time ago. (laughs) 